gentlemen and welcome back to mom's movie night podcast with your host daniel and my mom nora hey everybody welcome back welcome back on this week's episode we are going to be discussing uh the movie bedazzled it's uh the 1967 bedazzled movie and then the the remake that was made in made in 2000 Yes, yes. So both of them are really the retelling of Frost. Um, it's an old play. Anyway, um, it's set in the swinging 60s London, the one from 1967. And of course, both of them, the devil offers an unhappy young man seven wishes in return for his soul. But twist the spirits of the wishes so that the devil is always messing them up. <laughs> Yeah, and it's the same premise in both movies. Essentially, yes. uh, the protagonist is trying to get with his, like, with the girl that he likes. And get... okay, the well, before we talk about the comparisons, <laughs> right? It's, he's trying to uh, win have her. his yeah win yeah, the girl favorite. that he loves and have her fall in love with them, and so he yeah, needs to deal with the sh- devil. Short order cook, and then the the girl that he's after is the waitress. So yeah, let's talk about the first one. <laughs> The 1967 one starring, starring Peter Cook and Dudley Moore. Yeah, and the, it was directed by Stanley Dunnan, who uh, we've seen some of his other movies. Not for the podcast, but just my mom and I have seen Sherrod. Singing in the Rain, baby. Singing in the Rain and uh, Funny Face, all of yeah. which are all really good movies from the 1960s. Mm-hmm. Um, with people like Audrey Hepburn, Gene Kelly, Fred Astaire. So... Um, we're fans of the director, and yes. um, I think just movie alone, what was cool about it was the fact that it was in the 1960s, in the swinging, like yeah. you said, 1960s. Um, that Austin Power motif kind of. Yeah, exactly. But like, <laughs> you'll see the authenticity of what 1967 fashion looked British, like. British, for sure. Yeah, and Britain at the time. So Peter Cook is the devil, George Spigot. And then Dudley Moore is Stanley Moon. Um, They love... These two guys have worked before in British television, so they had the timing right, you know? Yeah, they're very... uh, They came up with, like, a very... uh, Like, a dry satire movement. And uh, they had, like, a pretty established partnership in um, going into, like, the 70s. They were kind of known as, like, a comedy Comedy duo. Comedy duo, yeah. Of, like, they had a show called Derek and Clive and even hosted Saturday Night Live together. Yeah, Um, and the music in this movie is actually played. It's um, music that Dudley Moore actually wrote because he had his own band and stuff. And, um, yeah, it's pretty interesting. They were cool cats (laughs) back in the day in London. I love Peter Cook, the devil's outfits in the 60s movie. He's all sharp all the time, like designer glasses and fucking... He looks really cool. And he's tall. And, and he's, he's tall and like my type, man. My type for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's a handsome individual. Handsome little guy. Huh? Compared to Dudley Moore, you know. He's who, so short, huh? Yeah, he's short. But, oh man, he can deliver. So this movie also stars Ra- Raquel Welch as Lily and Lust. And then the... 
the woman that he loves is Margaret Spencer, played by Eleanor Braun. Um, someone told me that Eleanor Braun is also in the movie, the Beatles movie. This movie's pretty funny, I mean, considering when it was made. You know, it's... The way they tell the story is pretty cool. Like, the devil's a real devil in this one, huh? Like, he yeah. does a lot of pranks to people and... Yeah, he's always <laughs> containing mischief, but then it's interesting because even though he's, like, in it to try and get the... The soul. the soul of Dudley Moore, and then Dudley Moore is trying to be a little bit more clever with the type of wishes in which he's asking for. Um, yeah. Somehow, some way, he's not specific enough in his wishes, and the <laughs> devil is always takes advantage. Taking advantage. And what's the difference between this one and the other one is that the this comedy. one, the devil specifically, is the one that's kind of ruining things. Like Peter Cook is. Yeah. Like involved more, like yeah. as far as like ruining stuff for um, <laughs> yeah, character. The the funny thing about it is that um, he he only needs one hundred billion souls to get back into heaven. He grants him the seven wishes, and the first one he wants to do is be more intellectual. Mm -hmm. So he makes him very smart and kind of like a professor kind of way. And yeah. then when he hooks up with Margaret. She's all infatuated because he's all like into the wine and the mm -hmm. literature and all this. So she's infatuated. The but then once he starts coming on to her, like, you know, she starts screaming, like, rape and shit, you know? Yeah. And it get off me. And it was like, that yeah, it was very terrifying. But yeah. it got dark quick, you know? Yeah, it did get pretty <laughs> creepy there for a second because yeah. he just kind of made a move, but it was like. She wasn't expecting it, and then it just yeah, got like it just really, got really weird. weird. <laughs> yeah, and then he the, wants to make him rich. Yeah, and then his other rich wish was to make him powerful. And powerful, he so he makes him an industrialist. But on this one, also like in the two thousand version, when they become rich, the girlfriend or the, the he wants to be married to her already. Yeah, he wants to make her physical because in the yeah. first one. She didn't want to be physical. She was yeah. scared of him. So she wants to make her physical to where he'll like, she'll jump his bones and get on top <laughs> of him. And the opposite totally happens. Yeah, he made her physical, all right, just not but with then, him. Yeah, so then in both movies, the wife is messing around with, you know, different, like, the harp, the 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 music instructor yeah. in the 67 movie. Yeah. And in the 2000, it's the guy that's teaching her English in the... <laughs> The comparisons in these two movies are funny, yeah. you know, but both of them have their own good style, the way it was made, the storyline, Yeah. you know, let's get back to the I think the British humor is just like funny Satire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because it's like not over the top, like in terms of like their dialogue, yeah. but it's funny in, in the sense where yeah. he's like... He's like, I like you, but you keep doing things. You keep doing terrible things to me. You know, I like. I know he's so he's so good at what he does. Dudley Moore, like yeah. trying to explain things and just freaking out, and you know he is so good. He is so good. I like him on when he turns him into. He wants to be loved by everybody, and he turns him into a pop star. Oh yeah, you know, had a very... love me the sixties. Yeah, like, like a shit. Beatles yeah. type of video where the, <laughs> all the girls like are like in love with kind of thing. But then what happens when he becomes famous? Fucking the devil is the second act that fucking blows people away. Like his music yeah. is a lot hip and, 
you know, he represents more, you know what I mean? Yeah, it was like a different tone of music. That everybody loved more than Dudley's, mm-hmm. and so he wasn't famous anymore. Yeah, it was like the difference between like, um, like Dudley Moore would be singing like, hair like 80s hair metal yeah. you know and then all of a sudden Plus, like the both, devil plays yeah. like grunge music right right <laughs> so like yeah. a complete different genre <laughs> both of these movies are basically based on the dead the seven deadly sins which is pride greed wrath envy lust gluttony and sloth and so in these two movies somebody either different or something represents those well, sins. in the first one, they sure. had them, like, they were called anger. Like, when they go to the club and <laughs> anger's, like, the um, the door guy. The, yeah, <laughs> that wants to throw everybody out. Yeah, He's the, the security, bouncer. <laughs> the bouncer. There you go. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But that's then right. that's where you get Raquel Welch, who's lust, yeah. who's smoking, right? She's fucking beautiful, man. Yeah. Beautiful woman. And it's funny because in this movie... They advertised it with her on the cover, you know, with the billboards and like coming up this movie. So when people went to go watch it, they thought she was going to be more of a bigger part, you know, and she was only on it for seven minutes. But I bet worth those, it. <laughs> those posters really want, you know, they got a lot of men in, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, for to sure. To watch it, but it was good. Yeah. That was a good trick. But yeah, she's only in it for seven minutes. But in those seven minutes, this fucking woman's hot, man. Yeah, she was. Fucking hot. And then fucking Deli Moore's all like in bed. Like she's over here offering him coffee or whatever. Mm-hmm. She and sits on like, the bed and they have like a mirror on top of the bed. And... <laughs> she's all lusty, taking off her clothes and shit. And then she puts honey on his lips. And then when she says that line... I just love smelling honey on men's lips. I was like, she fucking sounds all fucking Texan hokey. Like, I don't know. She had this She had a weird twang to her. Right? (laughs) She had this twang. And I'm like, what the fuck? It is El Chuco. (laughs) Anyway, but yeah. Is she really? No. Oh, I was like, (laughs) what? No, no. It's because the way she sounded all fucking honky-tonk, twang. Yeah. Yeah, it was... It was funny, but yeah, she's hot in that movie, and then the he it kind of feels like a mighty uh, Monty Python movie too. It's got it did kind of have a little Monty Python feel, but Austin I think that's Powers, because that's when like mix. I think that's when Monty Python was kind of coming up, and they kind of have like a little bit of that same kind of satire, yeah, like feel to it. Um, yeah. And it's just interesting kind of seeing like comedians from like. A different country, well, yeah. English at least, because at least you could like understand them. But kind of seeing like an insight into their culture that they have there, you know? Yeah. Because the cars and shit. The cars, but not only <laughs> that, but even though this movie wasn't really, in my opinion, all that like blasphemous or whatever, it still got a lot of. Um, yeah, there was like a lot of censorship towards it, a lot of obscenity. And both of the movies, both the two thousand and sixty seven versions, they had to turn. T- Tone down that rock star scene. Yeah. Instead of being a longer bit, um, they had to trim it down because mm-hmm. of that reason. Yeah, I just know that they had caused a lot of controversy with this movie because... They it, didn't want people seeing Margaret shooting up and shit, you know, like... Well, that and the other one, but <laughs> in this one, it was just like a matter of like having like <clears throat> the obscenity laws at the time. Yeah. thought it was going to be too offensive to a lot yeah. of people, especially in the... 
English church and stuff, and I yeah. even saw something that they had to like preview it in front of like a like a bishop or something. Yeah, I heard so that So that too. they could like see if anybody would be offensive. Get offended. Yeah. Well, that nun part at the at the almost to the end when mm-hmm. he turned turns out he's gonna be a nun for the rest of his life. I thought that was probably the funniest part of the whole movie. But he turns when they go to the church and he's wearing the fucking clothing and stuff and yeah. I mean he really like it was gonna be a um, nun, you know. It was so funny, and it didn't matter. Margaret loved him, you know. Yeah, and he w- he kept on trying to make the fart noises to try and get out of there, like from the get go. Yeah, and then he's got <laughs> the other dilemma where the devil's trying to oh, Don't worry, Stanley. I don't need your soul after all. I've yeah. already made a billion, hundred yeah. billion, and I'm gonna go back to heaven. Yeah. And love. <laughs> when he's already said that, all right, I'm gonna be a nun. I'm gonna be a nun. It was that's the funniest part when I saw him también. Like, okay, this is it, you know, because this is what he always wanted, but yet didn't know he already had. And so he becomes a better person for it. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was cool, too. And I, that's what I liked about this first one was that it had like a cool little twist to it where he was the devil, specifically the um, uh, Peter Cook character, how mm-hmm. he was in it for like selfish reasons right he was yeah. trying to get back into the favor of god, god. And, and that was the reason why he was doing all the things that he was doing because like god wanted him to do it in yeah. terms of cause all the mischief because there needs to be an, a position to where people can make their own choice on what's good and what's bad <laughs> but then at the same time like when he's trying to do something good yeah. for Dudley Moore and he gives him back his soul He's doing it because he himself was like wanting to get back into heaven, not yeah. because he was truly trying to help Dudley yeah. Moore's character, which is the whole reason why he's not allowed to get back into <laughs> heaven to begin with. To begin with, yeah. But yeah, it, the first one when I saw it, it was like, at first I thought it wasn't going to be that great, but then the more I watched it, it was pretty good, especially the ending. I yeah, the it. ending was funny with was like like you said like the the of... nun the nunnery or whatever <laughs> it's called. So yeah, this movie 1967 it cost 700 and 770,000 dollars to make in British. 770,000 dollars? Yeah, and it made 1,500,000. So it did pretty well. I mean, okay. it got it's doubled its money basically. But um yeah, it's pretty good. And the comparison, um, actually the director, he gave up directing Hello Dolly to do this one. Mm. Ain't that cool? Yeah. Well, I just think it was just interesting getting an insight as to like the Peter Cook and Dudley Moore duo. I wasn't really familiar with them. As I'd seen Dudley Moore like an Arthur and... Um, yeah, I don't know which yeah. one that is. And but that he was a fucking 1980s movie with Bo Derrick. But he was nominated for an Academy Award in that Arthur movie. Yeah, he was good. He played a good drunk. <laughs> I don't know what that movie's about. Oh, Arthur, he's a rich guy, you know, fucking wasting his money, just get fucking drinking and partying and shit. And um, he meets this girl, Liza Minnelli. Yeah. And um, she's it. poor, uh-huh. you know. And... He's a fucking drunken fool throughout the whole movie, but they get this chemistry, and then the butler, oh, um, Sir Gerard, he's a famous British actor, too. Mm-hmm. 
probably knighted by the queen himself, herself, you know, real good actor. He's the butler trying to fucking get him to fucking listen and grow up, you know, basically. Yeah. And um, it's really good. It's a really good movie, and it's 80-ish, so the music is pretty good. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, Arthur, and then he comes out with the Bo Derek in her famous movie where she walked running down the beach in her fucking uh, corn road hair, the beads and shit. Oh, he's in that movie? Yeah, he's the love interest. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, watch I was some of looking those. into, uh, you know, their careers and stuff, and... Fortunately, Peter Cook died, unfortunately, mm-hmm. like at 57 years old in 1995. Yeah, he died a weird way. No, some kind of infection or... Something like that, yeah. And then uh, Dudley Moore passed away in 2002. And um, what sucked with him is that I guess he had like some kind of early onset of like uh, like Parkinson's or some kind of like brain disease. Uh-huh. Um, so like... He would try and get parts, like, I guess, like, in the latter part of the 90s or early 90s, and mm-hmm. he wouldn't be able to remember his lines and stuff, and so they, like, it would cost him work because yeah. he couldn't remember. Yeah, but then, um, yeah, fortunately, like, he had to stop working like that, but it seems like they were pretty um, renowned in, like, British culture, for yeah. sure. Um, as I said, Dudley Moore was nominated for that movie, Arthur for Academy Award and he won like a lot of Golden Globes. Yeah. So I just thought it was cool just kind of seeing, like you said, this British humor and I'm looking forward to kind of seeing some of more of their work. Right, right, right. Let's do a, let's do a quick, uh, that was a 2000 movie. Sure. Yeah. Well, it was directed by Harold Ramis. Ramis. Famous Ghostbuster. Yeah, Ghostbuster. Egon. Egon. <laughs> Brandon Fraser and Elizabeth Hurley star in this one. And um, what I liked about the new version is that it really went techno and the the clothing and everything. I love the pager. Oh, yeah. The pager with the 666. Nah, man. They did a fantastic <laughs> job of modernizing that story and just kind of... <laughs> Like, making it more hilarious. Hilarious, like, for sure. This was a funny movie. I thought, like, <laughs> this was probably one of my favorite Brendan Fraser movies of all time. If not the funniest, because I thought, overall, just, if yeah. I had never seen the original movie, it was, like, a good standalone funny movie, man. Yeah, it was. That pager just did it for me. And then, um, Elliot, yeah, he's this geeky, overzealous guy. All his coworkers can't stand him. They're annoyed by him and shit. And so he gets to meet the devil. Well, the devil, the devil is um Elizabeth Hurley, and he in this movie. Oh man, the the scenes where they do the the deadly sins are so funny. You know, in this version, um, it was all shot in San Francisco, and um. Yeah, so Brendan Fraser has no friends, and um, it's... Well, he has friends, but they don't like him. Yeah. Like, they're, like, his coworkers, but they are annoyed of him. Like, he's, like, super obnoxious, and he's really geeky, and they Yeah, just, and like, what I loved about this this version is that all the actors played all the different scenes. Yeah, It was always the same 
three different wishes as different yeah. characters. Yeah, that's great. They were all in it, and it was. And they were funny. Those guys, those God, actors yes. individually, are just really funny actors. It, it was hilarious, hilarious. So, on on the new version, um, the when he wants to be famous and he makes him a drug lord. Oh my God! Yo estoy hablando español. <laughs> It's hilarious, man. Oh, yeah, it was great. It's hilarious. So, yeah, he wanted to be rich and then have the wife, and she turns out to be this cheating bitch that's, you know, messing with the translator or whatever and the narcotraficante in Colombia. Yeah, the fact that he is a narcotraficante, (laughs) you know what I mean? He's running a whole drug lord operation. Yeah, he even knows Russian and shit, dealing with the Russian mob. and Oh my God. I I love the way they modernized this new one. And then the the seven foot, he wanted to be famous, so he makes him a basketball player. Seven foot basketball player with a small winky. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. And he makes him dumb as fuck. Right. Chinga. Like, when he goes to his locker, he's got all the little post-it notes that have the six 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 on there. Oh yeah. And he gets it, and he's trying to dial it, and he has it backwards nine nine nine. Yeah. Oh my god, that's fucking funny, dude. But just like, like the way, like how tall he is, and yeah. comparison to that girl, and <laughs> the way she's all trying to like blatantly nope. hit on him, and she that was awkward. I was watching the scene, and I was like, Chinga, wait. You're practically staring him straight in the penis, you know? Yeah. Because he's so tall, and then he's not getting it, you know? Yeah. And then he's when so he dumb. finally shows her what he's got, she's like, Yeah, hey, I'll see you later. I got a football player to, <laughs> to fucking interview and shit. Yeah, but just the modernization of And then the one where he's like uh, super sensitive and they're at oh the beach. Oh, my God, yes. And he's just crying every time he sees the sunset. Well, you know how he's playing the guitar? Uh-huh. Um, it's actually Harold Raymond's. Oh, I, I saw something like that. But yeah, but every time he's looking at the sunset because it's so beautiful, he gets yeah, all emotional. Yeah, he starts crying and shit. Like, she got in, the three guys show up and, hey, why don't you come with us? And she's like, yeah, just to get the fuck away from him. But yeah. it's like, these guys look like fucking gang rapers, you know? Like, I don't know. It was just Something weird. creepy the about whole... the whole situation. Yeah, come over to my house kind of thing mm-hmm. with us three guys, you know? It was weird. But, um... Elizabeth Early, man, all her outfits in this movie are to die for. Well, I saw that because of, like, Raquel Welch's character. They kind of chose to make the devil female, like, as an homage to Raquel Welch because she was, like, the most popular, like, actress or actor in that bedazzled movie, the original one. Yeah, yeah. So it just made sense to get, like, a hot, hot, attractive uh, female to play the devil and then... Uh, because she was kind of coming off of all the fame from Austin Powers, yeah. um, they decided to use like the same like designer. costume designer yeah. and like kind of yeah. get all those outfits. Yeah. So I thought except she for did the schoolgirl outfit where well, she's the, the her own right. Yeah, like, her she own actually owned her own outfit. Fuck <laughs> right. yeah, but um, oh, she always has really good, like her outfits are just badass, you know. But I Did you know that the, the, the club in the new one mm-hmm. is the same club where they have Fight Club in the Fight Club movie? I heard that. I did read that. Yeah. I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, because when I saw it, I was like, that looks like the Fight Club club. <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough, it was because you could tell by the like the bridge the, in the background. Yeah. 
So I thought that was pretty awesome. Oh yeah, but when he in the new version when he wants to be famous, uh, and then he wants to be president to be loved and shit, and um, the scene in that was fucking hilarious. So he wants to be famous, right? Is that the Lincoln one? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he wants to be famous, yeah. so he says, I want to be president. Well, he didn't specify which one, right? So then the scene is, the wife is, come on, we're invited to a play. Yeah, and they're in Fort Theater. Yeah. And, about <laughs> and he's like, he knows what's going to happen. He's like, no, no, maybe we shouldn't go, yeah. darling, you know, <laughs> trying to talk himself out of it. And so they go up to the scene in the balcony, right? And he's like, he doesn't want to sit down. He knows what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. And he's all like, God damn it. So they're over here escorting him into the balcony and shit. And he's sitting down and boop, you hear a pop <laughs> in the background. And he just fucking all startled. It's a champagne <laughs> bottle. He's over here looking for the beeper. Yeah. Where the fuck is it? It has those high boots and shit. Yeah. And then finally at the right, at when Booth is like shoots off his gun, he finds the beeper and... But oh my god, that scene was hilarious. I loved it. I loved it. I recommend this movie because of the gags and the, the jokes too, man. Both of them are really good. Yeah. The satire, but this one visually is like goddamn. Yeah, like I would only kind of recommend the the original one if you wanna get an insight as to like an authentic like what was the 60s like in 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 london you yeah. know what i mean like it's very cool and it is like a funny um british humor kind of oh yeah like a comedy but as far as like um in general you know just like a funny movie to watch gotta go with the second one right yes because it is just like for funny. on its face, it's just like a funny movie. For yeah, sure. sure, for sure, for sure. Elizabeth Hurley did a great job. Yeah, and she she's did. British. And she's British, right? Going back to right. that homage to the original one. Yeah, there's another homage where um she's wearing these real cool glasses. Mm -hmm. uh, she's on the yacht or I don't know where the fuck. But those same glasses are the ones that Peter Cook wears also. Yeah. In his movies. So. Yeah, there was, I mean, there's a lot of similarities as mm -hmm. far as, like, the way the movie plays out. Um, the only, like, big difference is, is that, like, the changes that are made on the wishes, like, she's not directly involved as much as Peter Cook was, you know? Yeah, um, that's true. Because, like, even in the original one, like, he, he turned, like, the Peter Cook is the one that's having an affair with his wife or whatever. You know, That's right? right? Yeah, and yeah. he's always just kind of putting himself in the center as far as like ruining the wish. <laughs> yeah. Um, but with this one, it's just even more sinister because she'll do something where she makes him an intellectual, but she makes him gay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because he wanted or, to have a bigger dick too. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah, exactly. Or he makes him professional, but he has a small, as you said, winky. And then with, like, he wants to be president, but he gets assassinated. You know what I mean? So, like, the twist was a lot funnier, you know, mm -hmm. I thought, like, for the second one. Yeah, yeah. And the music's pretty good, too. So, but, yeah, so this one actually was, it cost him $48 million. Dang. $48 million, but it made $90.3 in the box office. It's pretty good, man. Brendan Fraser there was like in a pretty good stretch as far as one of the 
all-time, yeah. like most uh, yeah. paid actors in those 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, I saw him this morning, actually, on the Sunday show. Oh, he was? Yeah, they were interviewing him, and they were saying how, yeah, he was coming off the Mummy mm-hmm. series, and remember Encino Man? And, Do I? <laughs> so... And then he just disappeared there for a while, and everybody was like, whatever happened to him? Well, it turns out that he kind of got molested. He got groped by a fucking... An executive. An executive for the American uh, Movie Association or something high up. Yeah, well, not only that, but so in um, around the time of uh, they started making the movie The Mummy... The Mummy was actually like really successful. He got mm-hmm. paid twelve point five million to make this movie, uh-huh. Bedazzled, and then he like doubled got, it. Well, he got paid fourteen million to okay. get paid uh, to, to make do. the Mummy, uh-huh. but that movie made like four hundred and sixteen million dollars. And then the two sequels also made well over four hundred million dollars. Great effects, man! Those Mummy movies with him, the sad and yeah. Shit. So those Mummy Look movies him. were fucking Thanks. great. And then it came out with George of the Jungle that made like another hundred and seventy-four million dollars. That's how much that movie made. <laughs> but they were coming out with like bangers after bangers, yeah. right? And then for the making of the Mummy movies, he ended up having to do like seven surgeries. He had yeah. knee surgery. He had um, vocal surgery, back surgery, and then, and like you said, in two thousand three is when he got kind of like assaulted, sexually assaulted, yeah. or molested, or whatever. Yeah. But he didn't like when he kind of spoke out about it. He felt like that kind of had a negative impact on his career for like saying something, you know? Yeah, and then this the is Me like, Too. This uh, is before the happened. Me Too movement. Yeah, before, but then like once. 15 years before that even yeah, happened. Yeah, so then once the Me Too movement came, he fucking took, brought his story back and now people believe him. Yeah, I mean, know? well, not only that, but. A lot of other uh, people in the industry were coming out at the same time. Yeah. But. He's also like um, a, a sad tale in regards to like his yeah. personal life because of his divorce settlement or his divorce. Like that's one of like the more notorious celebrity divorces that's ever been. Who's he married to? It's not necessarily like who he was married to, but like how much he had to like pay her as far as like his alimony and then like his child support. So he's got kids. Yeah, he had like three kids with her. That's why he's probably living off in the fucking um, forest and shit. When they interviewed him in the morning, well, in the show, he was in a cabin, throwing a fire in the pit, doing archery and shit. Well, good for him. So check it out. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and do... Let's do the net worth game. Don't look at my paper. What do you mean the net worth? Net worth. Oh, the, yeah. oh shit. How much each are, people are worth? Yeah, let's do Oh, that. shit. All right, let's start off with the original version. Peter Cook? Peter Cook, yeah. I would say his he... His estate. His estate? $70 million. No, no, not even close. He is worth $5 million. Peter Cook is only worth $5 million? Yeah. Shit, man. What about Dudley Moore? Okay, if he was... Dudley would have been... He lived longer, so... Twelve million. Twenty-five million. Damn. 
Not right. bad. Not, yeah, bad. not bad for a bunch of old <laughs> British guys. Right? All right, now let's get to Brendan Fraser. Oh, this is before or after alimony? <laughs> okay, let's say that the hype. Well, let's say like right now, what is he worth right now? Right now, with the new success, I would say. Well, this is probably not including the new success that he's going to be getting from all right, the so, whale. All right, I would say 24 million. 20 million. 20. Yeah. Now. 20 million. Yeah. It'll go up another 20 after this movie. Probably. If he wins the Oscar, she oh, a little yeah. triple. For sure. Nice. And then, uh, what about Elizabeth Hurley? Elizabeth Hurley, net worth right now? Damn, I would say 40 mil. $50 million. $50 million. Yeah. Go girl. Those she's outfits. Only, she's 57. Shit, she's young. Yeah. And hot. Yeah. And Raquel Welch, did we ever check her? I her Damn, yet. I wish I knew what Raquel Welch was. But yeah, like. so he had to, because uh, at the time that she he got divorced is when he was making all those mummy movies. Yeah. So because he was like, like an A-list actor getting like millions and millions double digits you know uh, eight figures um, and she then divorced he gets divorced and then he and gets then all he, hurt well he gets he has to pay her at the height of his career and the like, hospital bills and Bob, the child support so he was paying like $75,000 in alimony a month and a then $25,000 no it was yeah and then it was like another $25,000 in and child support. Oh, that's a month. ridiculous. So he was having to pay like a hundred thousand dollars a month. month on everything. Yeah, until his kids like turned eighteen and stuff. Dang. So like now they all just turned eighteen or whatever. Like so, I think that's kind of one of the reasons why he's also kind of <laughs> getting <laughs> getting out there, up there. <laughs> like out there. And well, I heard he's got a new show too on HBO. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, he did a great job in the Bedazzle movie, man. I know. Like, it made me kind of have flashbacks of all those other ridiculous movies he was in, like Encino <laughs> Man and even the George of the Jungle movie. I mean, yeah. it wasn't the best movie, but it was just like that time period of like the mid to late 90s where he... Yeah, but he plays a good swashbuckler in those mummy movies, man. Mm-hmm. He really does. I love him. Those mummy movies, man, those graphics in those movies were awesome. The dead. Everybody. I need to rewatch those. I don't remember They're pretty them good. All that much. You should do a little marathon. It's like three of them. Yeah, the last yeah. one's got uh, Jet Li in I'm it. I'm a big fan of Rachel Weiss, though. Me too. Yeah. I love her. Yeah, she's great. Love her. So how would you rate these movies? Okay, for the 1967 version, I'm going to... I'm going to give that one a three. It was solid three. It was good. It was funny. Okay. You know. I I liked it for the time. You know. Yeah. For sure. Especially getting three. introduced to Peter Cook and Dudley Moore. You yeah. You know what I mean? That looked pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. But the 2000 version, I'm giving that one a solid four, two. Well, a four yeah. instead. Because it's a lot more... Um, you know, it's funny because of silly. history. Yeah, it's yeah. silly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Well, it's just more modernized, like you said. Like, yeah. they turn him gay. Like, it's a lot Presidency. more explicit. Like, sexual innuendos. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not to say that they didn't have any of, like, that. And, like, the first one, obviously, with, like, Raquel Welch, you know? Right, right. Blatant. 
But, you know, it was just funnier. You know, everything about yeah, it. Yeah, because you can funny. relate to the, the fucking dead-end job. Yeah. You know, the the coworkers you really want to annoy sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's like, it, you could you could relate to all that in the newer version. And yeah. the newer one had the Lamborghini, the Diablo. The, yeah, man. That would which be sharp. Which is awesome. But the cars in the 67 movie were badass, too. I think cool there's cars. even a Stingray in there. Look at they all had the baddest cars in the sixty movie. <laughs> like you, it's like um, Austin Powerish, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of groovy kind of. What I liked about both, I agree in both the ratings. I'd probably give it a three. Also, maybe uh, yeah, I'd give it a three. And then the newer one, I'd probably also give it a four. I forgot yeah. how funny it was. I generally did like laugh out loud in a few times, yeah, especially like the. That narco scene. Part for, yeah, the narco the scene narco with the, scene. that nose, yeah. you know, the prosthetic. Yeah, it was and, funny. Yeah. I think all of them are really funny. <laughs> and the fact that he was actually speaking Spanish. Oh, yeah. my God, dude. <laughs> it was so funny. And that's from the very beginning. So the that humor goes on throughout the whole movie in the 2000s. Yeah. And the, the jokes are all, you know, also in the 67 version. They just go on and on. Yeah. The facial... Comedy timing of Peter Cook and Dudley Moore is great. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've got it. Yeah, but you gotta be like very like witty and be and able to like, yeah, pick up on know, it. You kind of yes. be a little bit like you got intellectual, intellectual. and snobby to <laughs> kind of snobby like, for sure <laughs> to know what's going on in those. Yeah, jokes. but if you look at the background stuff that's happening in the '67 movie, mm-hmm. it's hilarious. Like with the devil's fucking tearing the last mm-hmm. page off the uh, Agatha Christie. Christy books, you know, and mailing yeah. them and shit, and uh, fucking making holes on the condoms and shit. It's the, like the nun scene is the the funniest. <laughs> that one's like where it just got really silly. Where it did feel very like. Monty I Python-ish. laughed out loud. I laughed out loud yeah. at the nun scene for sure. Yeah, and then they're all having to do trampoline, <laughs> and then they have to like have a vow of silence. <laughs> have the vow trampoline of silence. scene was funny too yeah. the nuns are just they're bouncing it's like what the fuck am i watching yeah, you know but <laughs> it was a competition yeah it was great <laughs> oh i love bedazzled i didn't think i was going to but i loved them i'm yeah. glad we watched both of them and, and this I is recommend like them the third both. in a series of comparison or comparing Compar- remakes yes because we did the first one was stepward wives yes and then we did the one earlier in the season with Heartbreak Kid. And yeah. then this will be the last one for the season with Bedazzled. Bedazzled. Highly recommend, guys. Either version. They're really great. And if you can, watch them both the same day. It, it'll be awesome. You'll get the jokes even more. Well, thanks for listening, guys. And again, um, we really appreciate it. Um, we'll see you next week. Yes. All right. Have a good one. Thank you. Make sure you listen to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Make sure you Instagram. check the reviews um, and rate it yourself on yes, the Spotify please. app. And uh, check out the social media websites of Facebook and Instagram. And you guys have a great rest of your week. And peace, peace out. out. seem to be off thumbs this morning.
was so constricted. We must allow our paws to breathe. Oh, that's better. Can you hear my paws breathe? Listen. Would you like a nibble? Why, you must be ravenous. Would you like orange juice? Um, or succulent, sunrise, hope, pineapple? Um, but you have to be careful of the prickles. Oh, I will. Do you like it in bed? Uh, yes. Good. So do I.